You're listening to the Sweetwater Now News Show. Local news when you need it, how you need it. And now, today's hosts, Dave Aaronbell and Stephanie Thompson. Welcome to this week's edition of the Sweetwater Now News Show podcast. It's Friday, August 6th. I'm Dave Aaronbell along with my colleague Stephanie Thompson. And today's podcast is brought to you, as always, by Sonic Driving at 97 Gateway Boulevard in Rock Springs. Sonic is featuring its mouth-watering and classic, I might add, Crave Cheeseburgers. And while you're enjoying one of those delicious cheeseburgers, why not try a red, white, and blue slushie with real strawberries, 100% real ice cream, and blue raspberry slush? Or how about a Red Bull Summer Edition slushie to give you that little pep in your step? There's something for everyone in the family at Sonic Drive-In, service at the speed of sound. And we'd also like to thank our sponsors, Sell Only, whether you're looking for a phone for your business, family, or just for yourself. Sell Only has experienced reps who can help you connect with what matters most. They have two convenient locations in Rock Springs across from Walmart and in Green River next to the movie theaters. Sell Only, wireless made easy. Well, there's a lot of news to report this week, Stephanie. We're going to kick it off with uh, some COVID-19 updates. Why don't you go ahead and let us know what's going on on the state level? Sure. We do have some big news coming out of the state level this week. As you stated, in in regards to COVID-19, Governor Mark Gordon announced that he is committed to standing behind uh, local school districts as they make decisions on how students can return to the classroom safely this year. He went on to say that he will not require school districts to implement mask mandates. Um, Wyoming was the first in the nation to have safe and successful in-person school last year, and um, I guess he believes we can do that again here uh, this year. Um, His focus, he said, will be on supporting local school boards as they take into account their community's conditions and work to ensure students uh, can learn safely. Uh, Both Governor Gordon and the First Lady have been vaccinated, and they're encouraging others to do the same. According to information from the Wyoming Department of Health, of the 300 people infected by COVID-19 who were recently hospitalized, nearly 94% of those were not fully vaccinated. The state is also seeing an increase in the amount of residents receiving the vaccine as the Delta variant has made its way into Wyoming. Uh, Currently, about 33% of all Wyoming residents are fully vaccinated, and in Sweetwater County, um, nearly 30%, we're just nearing that 30% mark there, Dave, um, Mm -hmm. of all eligible residents, um, they have been fully vaccinated so far. And I know you have some more more news for us on the COVID. Yeah, (laughs) uh, Gordon's statement came shortly after the Wyoming Department of Health announced the fight against COVID-19 is entering a new and concerning phase because of the Delta variant. Most new cases in the state are likely linked to this variant, as well as the increase in hospitalizations, 87 statewide as of Tuesday. The last time the state reported numbers in the 80s was back in January, and Memorial Hospital of Sweetwater County reports two this week. State Health Officer Dr. Alexia Harris said Wyoming's low vaccination rate is making residents more vulnerable to this highly contagious variant. Harris said Delta must be taken seriously because it's even more contagious than the original strain. She said her office is recommending indoor public mask use for anyone living in a yellow, orange, red, or dark red area of Wyoming. These metrics come from the White House COVID-19 Task Force Transmission Indicators. Recent transmission rates show all but eight counties in Wyoming would have to return to wearing masks indoors. Indicators show Sweetwater County currently has a moderate transmission rate. And in other health department stat news, uh, 10 more Wyomingites have died due to the complications from COVID-19. One of those was a Sweetwater County woman who died in July. 
It's unclear whether or not she had previous health conditions known to put her at a higher risk. Wyoming now has a total of 786 COVID-19 deaths since the beginning of the pandemic here in Sweetwater County. That total is uh, now 45. And uh, turning our attention away from the COVID-19 news, how about uh, some city council news? We'll start in Rock Springs. Of course, Dave. Uh, During the Rock Springs City Council meeting earlier this week, the council listened to numerous residents who shared their flooding stories. Uh, The flooding, as you recall, occurred between July 28th, which is when we got hit with the biggest part of it, and then kind of continued through August 1st. Um, That area, like I said, um, the reports are coming in, and I haven't been able to... um, verify this with the National Weather Service yet, but um, people are saying that in a 20-minute span, um, we got about two and a half inches of rain on just July 28th alone. I can believe that. (laughs) Yeah, the way people were saying that they called it sheets of rain. Mm -hmm. Um, So um, we'll we'll keep looking to see if we can verify that. Um, But at this point, that's what we're going to go with that stat here. Uh, The city then continued to receive rain through August, of course, not as much. but that only kind of added to the flooding problem of the already saturated dirt. Um, most of the residents at the meeting expressed concern about this not being the first time their homes and properties had received flood damage. Of course, uh, they had never seen this level of catastrophic flooding as they had before. Um, some of the residents reported six to inch six to eight inches of water rather in their basements while others reported more than four feet of water in their basements Uh, the cost of damage also ranged from six to eight thousand dollars to 35 to even forty thousand dollars depending on how much damage was done to those basements Uh, residents of course got emotional as they retold their stories of how their basement windows just burst and the water came you know, just pushing in Mm -hmm. as fast as it could um, of not only did they lose their furniture, but they also lost priceless possessions rather, such as wedding and baby photos, which, you know, you just can't go get those things back. Um, It was also during the same meeting that the council officially declared a state of emergency. Rock Springs Mayor Tim Como explained that the state of emergency will not necessarily help private residents, Um, But it may help the city and maybe not even in the form of financial help. I guess it could help with resources such as manpower and equipment, things like that. However, this is a step that needs to be done in order for the city to take the next step, which is applying for a FEMA grant. Uh, This grant could provide some assistance to residents if if the city is able to obtain that funding. Um, The city is still in process of collecting as much information as it can about the extent of all the damages and the cost of those damages. Residents impacted by the storm are still being asked to complete a form that the city has on not only their face, page we have it on our Sweetwater Now page as well uh, so they can get an estimate of how much damage is done here Uh, so far more than 60 residents have completed that form and while the city is going to continue to pursue that FEMA grant they are already realizing it may not be so easy to receive that funding that they're hoping for Rock Springs Fire Chief Jim Wamsley said that when Lusk had that terrible flood um, a few years ago, 10 homes were completely destroyed and hundreds had some type of damage, and yet they barely qualified for FEMA funding. Um, It'll be interesting to see if the city will be able to obtain any funding. Um, We're definitely hoping for it, Mm -hmm. and I'm sure they are as well. Uh, Knowing this, the city is already going to plan their own fundraiser event on August 22nd. 
Any funds raised will go to those impacted by the flood. Um, and of course, they know it may not be enough to help everyone and get everything done that they need to, but at least they're trying to do something. So yeah. we'll keep track of that. And of course, anything we hear, we'll pass it along as the, you know, this is going to be an ongoing story for a while here. Sonic Drive-In is featuring its mouthwatering and classic, I might add, Crave Cheeseburgers in the month of July. You know the ones with the special tangy sauce? And because it's July, they've rolled out their red, white, and blue slushies with real strawberries, 100% real ice cream, and blue raspberry slush. Or how about a Red Bull Summer Edition slushie to give you a little pep in your step? There's something for everyone in the family at Sonic Drive-In at 97 Gateway Boulevard in Rock Springs. Service at the speed of sound. Reliability. Some people take it for granted. Verizon doesn't. That's why it's the network more people rely on. And there's a place you can rely on for everything Verizon. Sell only. Your local Verizon authorized retailer. Located right here in Rock Springs and in Green River. They've got a wide selection of the latest devices and offers to choose from. As well as smartwatches, tablets, and accessories. Whether you're looking for a phone for your business, your family, or just for you. Their experienced reps can help you connect to what matters most on the network that more people rely on. Stop in to sell only. Your local Verizon store in Rock Springs across from Walmart or in Green River next to the theater. Sell only. Wireless made easy. Uh, well, this week, the Green River City Council rejected a $50,000 bid on the old Lincoln School property tracks B and C. William H. Smith and Associates submitted the bid with the intention of developing the property for single residential homes. However, council rejected the offer on a 4-3 vote due to the bid coming in under the appraised value of the property. The property consists of 8.7 total acres and the two tracks valued at $100,000 as of 2017. Green River Public Works Director Mark Westenskow uh, said the property has been offered for sale a number of times over the last several years. New Peak Construction recently informed the city that it no longer wanted to pursue the development of that property. The bid process was advertised for three weeks in the Green River Star, with the Smith Group being the sole bidder. The councilors who voted to reject the bid agreed they thought the city could get a better offer than $50,000. So the land will now go back out for a bid at a later date, and as we as that story develops, we'll, uh, we'll keep track of that and let you know what, uh, what's going on with the, the old Lincoln building in Green River. For sure. Thank you, Dave. Um, for state news, we're going to turn back to something that happened over in the Cheyenne area. I guess there was a big drug bug. Bu oh, my goodness. I'm so excited. I can't even get the word drug bust out. Um, <laughs> during a routine traffic stop, Wyoming Highway Patrol troopers discovered 24 pounds of fentanyl. Wow. <laughs> this just blows my mind. That's a lot. <laughs> the street value for this amount is a whopping $150 million. That's a lot of painkiller. <laughs> Ouch. Okay, so on July 27th, a Wyoming Highway Patrol trooper pulled over a vehicle that was traveling on I-80 near Cheyenne for speeding. The troopers became suspicious of criminal activity due to inconsistent and implausible travel plans that they received from the driver. The trooper detained the driver while his canine partner walked around the exterior of the vehicle. And of course, that canine did go ahead and give a positive alert for orders that she's trained to find um, after a vehicle search. Uh, the trooper did locate that 24 pounds of suspected fentanyl inside the vehicle. The driver, Diego J. 
Aguilar Valduanos was arrested and charged with felony transportation, distribution, and possession of narcotic drugs. Um, just a little FYI for everyone, fentanyl is a highly potent opioid drug. Um, individuals can experience uh, potentially fatal effects just from minimal amounts of this drug. And to put that into perspective, rather, two milligrams of fentanyl can be deadly, deadly to a human, and that's all according to the Wyoming Highway Patrol. Well, that's going to wrap it up for the news stories here this week. We want to let you know that a couple things are going to be happening next week. Sweetwater County Health officials are hosting a COVID-19 informational meeting Monday with elected officials, media reps, and industry leaders. Uh, Sweetwater County School District Number 1 will uh, meet at its regular time on Monday, 6 p.m. at the Central Administration Building. And Sweetwater County School District Number 2 is scheduled to meet Tuesday at 7 p.m. for its regular monthly, monthly meeting at the uh, Central Administration building as well. And if you've been uh, looking at our social media platforms and the website throughout the week, you'll know that we have been super busy at Wyoming's Big Show. Uh, we actually uh, joined with the uh, Sweetwater County Events Complex as, uh, and they asked us to do a media takeover for them. So if you look at their um, social media platforms like Facebook and Instagram, all of uh, our posts are there. We're also sharing them on our own Facebook and Instagram uh, platforms and we're still at it. We're going to be there. <laughs> There tonight, uh, uh, checking out uh, all the things going on throughout the day. But then also, we're going to be at the uh, the show tomorrow night, which is uh, Flashback Heart Attack. Going to that one, I'm excited because it's all <laughs> '80s covers uh, going on th- throughout the uh, night on the After Dark um, concert stage. And then, of course, on Saturday is the really kind of the culmination and the big event of the fair, and that is, of course, the livestock auction. All the kiddos that have been raising animals throughout the entire year, they get to put their hard work uh, in front of the community to, to purchase those animals. So we wish all the kids good luck. We had some really nice opportunities to chat with them throughout the week and uh, did a couple interviews that we've also posted on our social media platforms. And of course, the big show tomorrow night is country legend Clint Black. He'll be taking the, the main stage at about 830 and that pretty much will wrap it up for the fair. But we do appreciate uh, the partnership that we've had with the Sweetwater County Events Complex. They've been great. We've been having a blast out there and uh, we're going to continue that and we hope you're enjoying the coverage as well. So that's going to do it for this week's uh, Sweetwater County News Show podcast. I want to thank Sonic Drive-In once again at 97 Gateway Boulevard for sponsoring this week's podcast. They've got their great Crave cheeseburgers, some delicious slushies they've rolled out there for the summer, the red, white, and blue slushy, as well as the Red Bull Summer Edition slushy. Gives you a little pep in your step. There's something for everyone in the family at Sonic Drive-In. Service at the speed of sound. And also to sell only, whether you're looking for a phone for your business, family or just for yourself sell only has experienced reps who can help you connect with what matters most two convenient locations for them rock springs across from walmart and right next to the movie theaters in green river sell only wireless made easy for stephanie thompson i'm dave arambel thanks once again for joining us on the sweetwater now news show podcast and enjoy the rest of your weekend folks